if you're fighting that system, it's not going to work because you already decided, I don't like this. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hey everyone, Tyler here, field agronomist with A Better Way to Farm, where we spend each and every day providing solutions to farmers to grow better crops and to make more money. I hope that you're having a great day and we thank you for tuning into this podcast. We'd really appreciate the time that you give us not only here on this platform, but also on our Facebook and TikTok pages. In today's episode, we wanted to invite a newer client that we've had on the team. He's had tremendous success in really a very short amount of time. And I'm telling you right now that this one's going to be fun. Now, he's a farmer from Northeast Iowa, so let's give a warm welcome to the show, Mr. Brad Darling. Brad, welcome, man. How's everything going? Going great. Going great. I hear that you got a new camper. Congratulations. That's always exciting, so I'm, I'll am i be looking for the invite to go camping yeah. here in the short future. We still have the old one, too, so we'll have space for you to come up and just camp. I'll tell you what, it'll be a party. We'll, we'll wrap them around the block and have a camper party. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of time, I know it's getting late. I appreciate you hanging out with me and, and staying up late tonight to get this episode done. We're super excited to have you on. You've got a tremendous story, and, and so we wanted to make sure that you were able to share it. But why don't you, for the sake of everyone else, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you know kind of where you're from and what you farm and who you farm with and all that fun stuff? Yeah, I'm uh, far northeast Iowa, um, northern Winnesha County, actually seven miles from Minnesota. So we're up here quite a ways. Farm corn, soybeans, alfalfa, have a beef cow herd. I have farmed uh, with my mom for the past 16 years mm-hmm. um, together. My After my dad passed, we went on a joint venture and we just do everything 50-50. Uh, she's working her way towards retirement after this year. So I guess I'm looking for some more help. <laughs> but, uh, that's what we do. And we're not in the flat and black part of Iowa. We're up here where we got the the bluffs and the contours. And, and you're you're up in the neck of the woods where I get Snapchats and stuff from people pushing bears out of their cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> we just had one a couple of weeks ago roaming through here. It's not very common, but you do get, oh my gosh. You do get a, a black bear, like right? It's a black yep, bear, yep, isn't it? Jeez. And yeah, actually, back to the backside of my farm, on the way out of way across the county. So, oh my gosh, it, is it a full grown, like a male or female, or is it a little cub? Yep, full grown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I'm thankful that I grew up in Central Iowa. Now I live in Western Iowa. Things don't get that exciting. I, there's a bobcat yeah. just down the road that was kind of making some wakes a little bit, but nothing. We did. I did see a moose once out in Missouri Valley. That was nuts, but. Yeah, we, we don't get much of that going on, which I'm very, very thankful for because I don't need that when I'm out scouting fields or anything. I don't need to be scared out of a field because there's a black bear or something. So so you keep those babies up your neck of the woods. Yeah. So when we get to talking about your relationship with the Better Way to Farm team and, and you jumping on board with us, let's take a look at kind of where you started. You you said you've been farming, well, especially exclusively with your mom for the last 16 years, but you've been farming for previous to that as well. Give us a little bit of insight into kind of where you were before you met us at A Better Way to Farm. Oh, 
probably about the same story as everybody else, you know, a full dry spread in the fall or, you know, mostly in the fall and, Mm -hmm. you know, quite a few farms on the build program and working, trying to build the soil tests and um, went for dad. When I started to took over the planter, we had a six row dry fertilizer. I went to my first 12 row, my first two or three newer planters, no fertilizer, you know, just seed, (laughs) Mm -hmm. seed go and got started back with some fertilizer and then uh, met up with you guys there. And I guess we've kind of grown the liquid program pretty extensively since then. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what was it about, you know, kind of the, the dry fertilizer and maybe you did have dry on the planter, maybe, you know, you were dry spreading or whatever, but what was it about your old program that made you think, you know what, I kind of wonder if there may be a better way to do this. The efficiency of it. I mean, mm-hmm. just the role placement. I mean, the placement of it, like I said at the start, we're not straight. We're not to the point where you can run a strip till very easily, even with um, RTK now and stuff. But you're and we move hay strips from here to there and here to there. And yep. um, so just the placement of it and throwing it out there, what's kind of got me. And then the the economics of it, I mean, I started with you guys. I think this is my fourth growing season that I just put the crop in with, with mm-hmm. you guys. And obviously we like to talk about the price of corn now, but you back up four <laughs> years, you know, it's quite a bit different where you can make more money, you know, yes. where you can shave expenses. That's what started it. I mean, yep. watching rad videos on the Facebook page, you know, is what kind of piqued my interest, I guess. So what was it about those videos that you said, you know what, I, I think I am going to reach out to these guys. I, I, I get the efficiency side of it and, pre, you know, the market prices, the way they are. I feel like that's the way we, we need to go. What was it that kind of pushed you kind of over the top and, and made you step out and, and make the phone call? Because we offer, whether you're watching Facebook or, you know, now everybody's big on TikTok, uh, we've got this podcast. And we always say, hey, you know, you know, hit us up if you want some info, but we're not out there cold calling constantly on people. I, I mean, these are, you know, we're working with clients and then when people see us, you know, they're the ones that are reaching out. So what was it that you said, you know what, I think, I think I am, I'm just, I have no idea who these people are, but I'm just going to drop them a message or give them a shout and, and see what's up. Well, it was early December. We were done in the fields for the most part. Mm-hmm. I was actually hauling manure. Yep. And we were working on a crop plan for next year. Usually always buyer inputs, you know, in the fall, big prepayer, you know, trying to lock things down and know what we're doing. So I actually gave Rod a call. I'm like, I've watched a lot of these videos. I listened to him talk. I kind of want to learn a little bit more. So I gave Rod a call or sent a text. I don't remember which one I did, but I just know within 20, 25 minutes, he gave me a phone call back. <laughs> yeah. You know, pretty prompt. And we talked a little bit and he just asked, where are you? I said, well, I'm in Northeast Iowa. And he said, are you closer to, I don't know. He said, how far are you from Sioux Falls? And I'm like, I don't know, a couple, three hours, three, four hours. And he said, well, we got a pro egg there in three days. Can you be there? I'm like, yeah, I should be able to. (laughs) And and then going to pro egg is what really, really opens your Mm. mind up and just learning, you know, not only about the products that we handle and the products we use, but how they work and why we're using them and, and what we're trying to do, you know, so that's, yes. that's what, you know, kind of gets you, gets you kind of pumped up. Well, and that's the the biggest thing that we do. You know, I'm fortunate enough that I've been asked to help present at those pro ag meetings. And I'm going to put a shameless plug in there that we've got one coming up here in a couple of weeks, July 7th and 8th. 
So anybody that's listening before July 7th and 8th, you know, reach out to us and meet us in Ankeny, Iowa for that pro ag. They're a fantastic opportunity to really get a deeper dive into why you need to do those things on your farm. Like you mentioned, Brad, going to liquid and furrow, or, you know, maybe it's addressing micronutrients or something like that. You know, we talk about the why and, and not so much, you know, why this product or why that product, but, you know, why the science behind it says this is what you need to do. And, and I absolutely love those programs for the educational aspect of it. I've said this a million times on this platform that, you know, I, you know, I went to Iowa state and I went, uh, you know, worked in the co-op system and I still, the first program that I went to with Preston, I was amazed at how much information that Denny at the time was the presenter and the information that he shared with us. It's like, Holy smokes, you guys are giving this information away. And it's like, yeah, you know, it, it's not a magic show or anything like that. You just have to do it the right way. And we know how to do it the right way. <laughs> we just look at science and, and read the material and away we go. So I absolutely love that fundamentals of agronomy program. So when you went to that meeting, you, you met the team, you met Rod, what was it that you left and you said, I'm going to hang out with these guys. I'm going to listen to this and, and I'm going to try this stuff. What was that that went through your head that, yep, this is what I'm going to do? Well, I brought, I brought my soil test with me from that I have had done, you know, and quickly that they weren't doing me a lot of good. You know, we had our NP and K in, you know, I mean, we weren't, yeah. we didn't have micros, we didn't have much, you know, we had a pretty broad base. And like I said, this was late December. We're not sticking a soil probe in the ground now. So, I mean, with the knowledge of the team and whatnot, we went with kind of generic prescription, I guess, for that mm -hmm. first year, kind of trying some stuff because we weren't going to have time to soil test in the spring and get things, products ordered and stuff shipped in. Yep. And, and what helped me the most is I had already set my planter up. I had been using liquid, you know, not maybe embarrassed to say, but 1034-0. And I had put a second system on the planter with nitrogen using the Yield 360 Bandits. Equipment-wise, I was kind of ready to go. It was pretty easy to just to put something different in the tank. I have liquid storage. It just seemed to fit, you know, and what we were trying to do was so. So when you looked at this and, and things were starting to kind of fit together and you said, you know what, I'm going to give these guys a shot. I know that we talked about this a little bit before we actually fired this episode up, but it's one thing that I wanted to hit on because to me, it's a huge pillar of differentiation when we talk about the quality of the products that we promote at A Better Way to Farm. I mean, that's part of it, right? So not only do we have a system in place, but it has to do with the products as well. And I wanted you to touch on that a little bit, Brad, because you're kind of in that equipment realm where you help guys set up planners and, and you've seen a lot of different products run through a lot of this equipment that's on these planners. What is it about the products that we recommended a better way to farm that kind of sets things apart than some of the stuff that you've kind of seen or worked on or, or had in the past? Well, the quality is second to none. Like you mentioned, I have done a lot of installs on planters. Kind of my winter projects for a while is I did a lot of precision planting installs yep. and we put uh, planter maintenance, put fertilizer systems together. I've helped guys build side dress bars, um, putting, you know, tractor mounted sprayers together. I mean, I've done a lot of equipment work in the wintertime. And I think a lot of people's frustration with starter, with liquid boil back to what they're using. You know, mm -hmm. when you're out in the field and you got to get out every three rounds because you got an orifice plugged. <laughs> Yes. Because 
And then you're out there and we've all dealt with fertilizer. You know, it's really nice and comes off your hands just beautifully. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got to go out there in the dust and that hose is covered in dust. You got to crack it open, pick that orifice out, try to blow the chunk out of it and put it back together. And then you're climbing back in your tractor, wiping your hands on your jeans, you know, and (laughs) I mean, once I've went to this system with our products, I've had two different fertilizer systems on my planner. I'm all V apply now and I have zero problems. Mm -hmm. I go to the field in the spring and I plant all spring. And when I come back afterwards, I mean, I don't have to clean filters. I don't have to deal with it. And we run two planters. We run a bean planter that my stepdad runs or my mom will run. And just knowing that you're sending them out there without having to fight the battle, whereas we've put stuff together and I don't care if you're going and putting on a, an economy system with an electric pump and red balls, or if you're going all the way to V apply or, you know, whatever you're doing, if you're fighting that system, it's not going to work. Cause you already decided, I don't like this. Yep. It's costing me time. I don't like this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm done with it. Yep. So um, having a product that flows, I mean, it's not thick. I mean, like your 1034 O's and your stuff like that, it is so thick to get through filters. And, you know, we made the comment, a guy might, you, why are you having trouble? What size filter do you have? Oh, I got a hundred mesh filter on there. Well, yeah, it's not going to get through there. You know I mean? And then the compatibility, you know, this stuff, you know, it's going to work together, whatever that says. I mean, once I did do my soil test that following after that first year and we got the, everything back. It's like, Oh my, I, I need copper, you know, yep. <laughs> and it's something that you don't see a lot and I need a pretty good fair amount of it. Yeah. And you know, so you're dumping copper and you're dumping magnetizing and you're dumping zinc and you just know that this stuff's going to work. You're not going to end up with some cottage cheese out there. Once yes. Yeah. Which is absolutely critical. Like you said, because to me, all the horror stories I've heard from guys like, oh my gosh, uh, here we go. Another starter fertilizer salesman. And it's like, look, I get that you're a little bit jaded from your past experiences, but if you haven't worked with us on a better way to farm, if you haven't sat down, gone through the trainings, talked with us, looked at the soil tests, I'm telling you what we do is different. And so that leads me to your first year out of the gate. And you've done this a few times Maybe it was year two. I can't remember when when the yield results that you had. I wanted to hit on that real quick too. Not only the quality of the products, but what did you experience when you started doing some of the soil testing? You started following some of the programs. What have you seen from making this switch? I've seen really, really good yields. Um, (laughs) I think that's an understatement, Brad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've always been proud of the yields we pulled and Mm -hmm. I would say we're doing it now, but we're keeping a little bit more of that profit in our pocket. Yes. You know, we've topped our yields and we all know mother nature plays a big part in what we do. I mean, especially where I have seen probably the biggest percentage jump is in my soybeans. Yeah. I mean, our soybeans now, I mean, we're running our proven yield on beans is up there. Now, when you're buying crop insurance, you're buying really good coverage. You know, the percentage on beans, you know, we went up easily 12 a bushel, 12 to 15 bushel on our beans on average. And they've been so even we used to go across the field and corn and beans, both you'd see that yield monitor spike way up and then drop way down and, Mm -hmm. and whatnot. It just seems like we've been much more, it just hangs there. It's been very, been very good. And the other thing I'd like to touch on is the dry down, you know, for corn, especially. Is there a difference? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Um, I'm up here in the Northern climate. I'm pushing my hybrids now because I can get yield out of them. 
Yes. I'm also getting the dry down that I was getting with my earlier hybrids. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds. I mean, I might be picking corn the same percent as what I used to be, but instead of planting a 99 to 101 day hybrid, I'm now planting 104 to 106 day hybrid and still yep. pulling the same moisture, but the added bushels that go along with it. So. Yeah. And that's something that is huge as well, that a lot of people don't understand. It's like, look, when you feed the crop what it needs, I mean, it's just like us. If you think about an athlete, you know, they're going to be eating a specific diet where pizza and beer and cigarettes or whatever is not going to make a professional athlete anymore. And it's the same on our, you know, row crop acres or forage acres or whatever it is. We've got to feed that plant exactly what it needs. And that's part of this puzzle to taking things to that next step. And yeah, you're like, okay, well, I've never put on boron before, but now you're seeing huge results by putting a little bit of boron on and you're basically reallocating funds. You're not just dumping a bunch of money to this. So not only are you increasing yield, increasing test weight, increasing dry down, but now you've got to the point where you're on a fixed budget. So you're spending the same dollar that you used to in the past or now Basically, what you're doing is you're decreasing that cost of production or, or that cost per bushel, right? That you're raising. So, I absolutely love those stories. So, I've got to ask so, what's better, the quality of the product or the results that you're getting? <laughs> I think they go <laughs> hand in hand. I mean, you don't want to pick. I mean, the results, I mean, let's face it, it could be the best quality of product in the world. If you're not going to get results, you're not going to eat. Yes, with it. exactly. I mean, water, water would run through that planter just beautifully and we're not using that i mean right right you know it does and like you said the the feeding that plant and taking care of it all season i mean i said at the start i got a beef cow herd and you don't take those calves after they're born for the first couple months and just let them fend for themselves and then go mm-hmm. out and feed them i mean you're you don't want them calves to have a bad day and everybody knows that because you visually see it and yep. people don't think of that when you have your crop out there and, and taking care of it that way, that if you can push that along, you're going to have better yield. You have that early fall. We're going to be more prepared for the big swings in the weather, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So I am going to ask this and, and it's kind of a, a goofy question and you can answer it however you want to, but besides some of these products that, that we're recommending, what is it about the team at A Better Way to Farm that you couldn't do without? If we said, hey, besides the products that you can't have this anymore, what what would be that one thing that would really bother you that you didn't have access to anymore? Oh, just being able to pick up the phone and, you know, work through a problem. You know, I mean, I mean, whether it's who you're working with, I mean, after you've been to pro ag, you kind of get a feel of who you have. I mean, there's obviously you and Preston and Rod and, you know, you guys got quite a leadership team there where, you know, we may have a problem. We may have, I got something going on. I mean, even Penny's still a resource Yep, yep. that can be out to when you have something going on and, and having that is in something that's maybe not so biased and tied to a product or, I mean, obviously we know what we're using, but yep. when you make that phone call, it's not because, well, we need to, we need to sell some more stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to get say, I guess. Yeah. No, I used to, dude, I used to live in that world. I, that's why I got out of it. I used to be that guy that my yeah. boss was telling me, dude, you need to sell more stuff. And, and I had to go do it. And I asked myself, why am I doing this? So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know why you're using what you're using, I guess is the point. You know, it's not yes. just because, just because, and, 
And, you know, and the other stuff goes along with it. I mean, the companion products, I mean, the complete, you know, yep, you don't some have the Yeah. You don't have yeah. the, I mean, you can drive around here and I have a custom spray business and, mm-hmm. you know, and I spray whatever they want me to spray and, you know, they bring some stuff and I sprayed a field last week and you can see every spot that sprayer clicked on and off. Yep. Everything turns yellow for about three, four days and, yep. you know, and comes back out of it. I mean, the rain fast, the bullseye, the, yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's the knockout. I mean, they all, they all work great. They, yeah, they all work. It's an absolute system that needs to be in place. It's not just about take this one thing, this one silver bullet and go out and, and fix everything. There's a systems approach to it. That's absolutely vital. So before I give too much information away and, and we start to kind of put a bow on this episode and wrap this baby up. What is that final advice that you would give those growers that are listening that, you know, just like you, you're like, man, I've been listening to these podcasts for this long and, you know, I haven't reached out I haven't done anything. What is that final advice that you would have to anybody listening to this episode? What is it that you have to tell them? Go to Ankeny in in a couple of weeks. I I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Make the phone call. It's there's no pressure. First time I called Rod, he said, come out to ProAg. He said, if you don't like what we're doing, if you don't agree with what we're doing, we'll shake hands and still be friends. I mean, I remember to this day, that's what he said. You know, I mean, we're all still learning. Whether you buy the product or not and agree with it, you're going to come away with knowledge that you didn't have when you went. And you might be surprised, you know, just make the phone call. doesn't cost nothing to make a phone call. Yep. I couldn't agree more. That is very, very well said. I really appreciate that, Brad. So I've got to give you a huge thanks, dude. I know it's getting late for the sake of time for both of us. I'm going to jump off of here, get you back into your house so you can get to bed. I'm going to head upstairs, get out of the office and head that direction as well. But thank you so much for the time tonight. It was great catching up and I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks in Ankeny. No problem. Sounds good. And thank you to everyone out there for the love and support, not only on this podcast, but also on the Facebook page and the other forms of social media that we're on. We hope that you enjoyed this episode on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. And remember to like, subscribe, and even review a comment for us and review this episode so that we can help improve these interviews and some of the future content. And as always, we hope that you have a better day. A better way to farm.com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.